0: What's up, everybody? My name is Kid Icarus, and this is my podcast. A quick announcement before I get into the guest. I meant to mention this at the end of the episode, but forgot. This Saturday, April 2nd, is the first event of Slang Hip Hop. Um, It's going to be at Me Ranchito Bar. It looks like a pretty cool show, Um, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to them uh, so that y'all could come hang out, because I'm going to be there. Um... but with that out of the way, my guest today is a Bluebell in 10th Planet Jujitsu. He's a rapper, part of the hip hop group Section Nine, and he is a personal trainer that runs a fitness business called Matt Fit. Please welcome my guest, Matt Soto. Are just... into it? All right. So Matt, Sorry. how you doing? Pretty good pretty good huh? right on you've been uh do you watch ufc regularly? oh i'm addicted to that yeah, yeah I'm a Are you, do stuff. you have any thoughts on today because i think today is chris Docas and curtis blades um
1: i do i do i think chris dachas is coming back a little too yep. early
0: oh yeah well he got knocked he got that. cleaned yeah. up bad yeah he did. by derek Lewis, and that's the biggest puncher out there yeah
1: he got cleaned up pretty good and um i know heavyweights you know it's, it's always a risk but uh prior to that I think he was undefeated or maybe one loss. He was doing
0: pretty good. Pretty yeah. damn
1: good, right? It's funny because like, he has that body type that doesn't look amazing.
0: Yeah, right. But uh, I already... Flabby and stuff. Yeah. Well,
1: it's not that bad. It's just that's what in shape looks like for mm-hmm. his genetics. You know, he's not yeah. on steroids. and. Um, but I already learned many years ago, do not judge a book by its cover. Yeah. From high school wrestling, you get out there get some nerdy skinny guy. Mm-hmm. He grabs you, you're like, oh,
0: shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? But I think he's come back a little bit too early um, from getting cleaned up that bad. When you get knocked out cold six months off or more yeah please maybe more you know mm-hmm. you got knocked out two three times in a row maybe it's time to take a year yeah. and a half off
0: yeah i was kind of shocked that he came back so early um and i've got i feel like i've got a skewed perspective on curtis blades because i feel like i've only seen him get beat like i definitely saw his last fight with Derek lewis that was his um, last one huh i i think so that's the last time he played I it smart he took a year him. off or whatever yeah. right yeah, um, and I was hyped for Dacus before the Derek Lewis fight. I was like, Oh, yeah, this dude! Whatever fight he had before Lewis, I thought like I was blown away by how fast he was yeah. for how big he is. Like yeah, he puts it together. You don't see you don't see the big guys move that fast too often. Um, how about Aspinall? You watched him last week? I did watch him last so week. So he
1: he might be a bigger, better version of Dacus. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: he shocked me as well. Like coming in. Dominating all the, all the um, fights that week. I wasn't even like planning to watch it, oh, and I just yeah. had to like, turn was it on. Yeah. yeah, and like I don't think I saw any fight go to a decision. Like I think, I think all the uh, ten I watched, out of thirteen were finishes. Yeah, um, wow. yeah. I the first one I put on was that. Um, I know you saw the can't meatball knockout. The name. Um, I the first one I put on was the guy who just beat Ryan Hall last. Oh, um, it looked uh Ilya yeah Ilya, yes Beast. and like he... he knocked that guy's neck off dude. yeah
1: i thought the dude was dead like he crumbled and like... uh, that guy's good too yeah and how, how sharp did he look right all mm-hmm. those british guys have sharp boxing but he had the length mm-hmm. um Tepora was up a weight class you know what i mean yeah it was 55 not 45 and obviously you look at his frame tapura is a 45er mm-hmm. But uh, I guess his power carried over, or I don't know if that guy has a weak chin. It looks like, a, like kind of a pencil neck, right? Yeah. Even though, you know, you want the length and all that yeah, in a fighter's frame.
0: It, it was a bit of a come from behind, too. Like kind of, yeah. the start yeah. of that round, he, Tiporia, Other he looked dude look like good. he was he getting downclassed. Picked apart a little bit. Um, but all it took was that one good combo. Like, it wasn't even the one shot. He got, like, a really good body shot before throwing That's the opened hook opened it up so top. bad, yeah. Um, if I remember yeah. correctly,
1: he got hurt by a shot kind of right before that sequence which yes. made him real susceptible to those two hard shots mm-hmm.
0: yeah um yeah i'm excited <laughs> for tonight i've got a few uh i've got some money on a few fights. oh really yeah, yeah. I, I bet
1: a little bit i bet a little bit yeah. sometimes i feel like i should do more uh, i do okay and it's, yeah. it's fighting it's real exciting right anything mm-hmm. can happen so
0: yeah that i always tell people like i don't like other sports and i think one of the reasons why is because Other sports, you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can put it on, like, fourth quarter and, like, all right, I'm going to watch it from here on out. But fighting, if you turn it on on the third round, the fight could have been over ten minutes ago. Right, Because it could end at any minute, so you got to be on it to be like, oh, is it going to end right now? Is it going to end right now?
1: I know, I was watching some grappling last night on Flow Sports, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't, um... You're not allowed to rewind. I was like, what is oh, yeah. this? You know what I mean? I look up, I miss something. I'm like, you know, sometimes in jujitsu, not that much happens. Yeah. And you're like, what happened? You go rewind? Shit. Yeah. It's a shitty app, though.
0: Uh, <laughs> did you watch the uh, Colby Covington-Masvidal fight? Absolutely. Um, I am a huge Colby Covington fan. I, uh, I kind of
1: am, yeah. I kind yeah. of am. Uh, I'm not that surprised at that what
0: happened. I, People yeah, that no. are, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just love that Covington can make good fighters look like chumps, mediocre. Huh? Um, because like he did the same thing with Robbie Lawler, where like, yeah, right. Like Robbie Lawler looked like he had nothing, but Robbie Lawler is a good fighter he's a beast, and he's strong. Mosqueda was a good fighter, but fifty forty four, it really was a huh? cre- pretty bad loss. Um, and he, he rocked made... him
1: once in on the fourth.
0: Uh, yeah, but think... he had no gas to follow up. Mm-hmm. No gas to follow up. Um, yeah, Cardio and... is
1: one yeah. of the most vicious weapons you can right? have man Yeah that's
0: that's what looks so great on Covington is the fact that like he wins the first round, and you're like, all right, that was kind of close. But as the fight goes on, like, he yeah. just gains momentum. I think that he's the only person who's made Usman look human. Right, right. Like, in both of those fights, like, the first one particularly. I know the first one is the one where he got knocked out, but it's also the one where, like, he was taking enough chances to really Yeah. Usman. Yeah, I
1: do think, well, I guess it was a good stoppage on the first fight. Yeah. He pushed him harder the first fight, even though he didn't get finished, I'd yeah. say.
0: Because it really was
1: like 2-2 at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it could have gone either way and then ended in a finish. Apparently, of, he would
1: have lost three or two, but yeah. the way they stopped it, you've never seen a fight get stopped in that position. Yeah. I think everybody knew the broken jaw was already there and he was getting hit again. So, I think everybody thought, okay, it's a good stoppage. Yeah. But if you look at the the actual stop, uh, the sequence when it stops, he's, he's in this position moving. with that leg, like it's a common wrestling position. Yeah. Um, People don't get stopped just from like defending and, and kind of hammering down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, but I think the accumulation of the damage and everything. Yeah. Know?
0: And I, I think sometimes the ref sees it as like. Well, he's gonna lose anyways, even if they finish the round. Like, I think they're Don't let already him take any more making beating. that decision, yeah. Let's, like, reduce the concussions by two right now. Did you <laughs> see, um, the Chris Montuño versus Sean O'Malley now fight? Now that dude took a beating. I can't believe that they stopped it when they did. It's funny, like,
1: what was so special about that moment? Right? Yeah. Like,
0: especially because it was like... If you're gonna stop he it... He has survived this long. Like, he could have stopped it in, like, the the second round or something, and, like, okay, he was taking a beating. But, like, when it's, like, 30 seconds left in the fight, give him, like, the moral victory That's of true. surviving that. the fight. Yeah. I
1: definitely agree with that. And a lot of analysts were like, you know, some people are just built like that. They have a better chin. They have a thicker skull. Yeah. Making up all kinds of stuff because the guy seems fine. Did you mm-hmm. see his fight last week or two weeks ago?
0: No, I didn't see
1: it. A couple shots he was already. Just a couple light yeah. shots and he was already rocked.
0: Yeah. So
1: I think that beating did more than we think. You know what I yeah. mean? I think now he needs even more time off if he even has a chance to get a career going now that he's in the UFC. Yeah, some, some tough people game, man. can't come
0: back from knockouts, right? I, I love uh, Cody Garbrandt, but like it's wow. so sad to see um, like.
1: But he's not getting hit with no chump shots.
0: Yeah, he's not yeah, getting he is, hit with no chump he's shots. He's fighting like top dudes still. That guy so. that knocked
1: him out in his featherweight debut, he's fighting today, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Kai Kara France, um, yeah. Kai Kara France had a fight got to love a
1: shorter guy with a real
0: good overhand, huh? Yeah, Look, he, just had, um, he had one of those come back from behind victories a while ago where it was like he was getting beat for a whole round and then knocked the dude out with like two seconds left in the Car round. Car okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, it feels like Garbrandt needs to take a step back and fight something. He needs to, need to stop? Not at the top.
1: Yeah, he needs time time off because yeah. one, two, three, he's been knocked out. He's been... Flatlined four or five times.
0: Yeah. I think like five out of the last six or something. And they were all... They all got yeah. cleaned up all the way? Except um, the Rob Font fight. I think he made it to the Yeah, he made it to the end. He looked
1: okay. But, but I think he didn't have the gas to um, wrestle and throw those combinations the whole fight. Did mm-hmm. you see the way he kind of came back in round five?
0: Um, I guess I remember. Um, and, I, uh, I just remember him being... It kind of felt like he was too small like, cause It was Font was so long he could just hit him with that jab That long jab. one too,
1: that long jab from both sides Yeah and, and Font just lost, right? Um,
0: Yes I think he fought Aldo, right? He lost the Aldo That um, sounds right, yes, Aldo yeah. yeah. Um. So you've been doing jiu-jitsu for how long? Six years now Six, Six years? years, yeah uh, What?
1: At the 10th Planet Son of Santa Barbara on the head My brother's gym Yeah um, as far as reopening my gym, um, it looks like we were on the verge and now we're taking another step back. My yeah. um, partner and the original owner, hes um, he just got another ACL tear and he's... Okay. He's all feeling like shit now. He's waiting for some insurance to pass just mm-hmm. so we can get the process started. in um, yeah, the spots got, that we were kind of fighting to get,
0: I don't think we're going to get It got now. damaged in the riots, right? Got uh, yeah, around. during the
1: peaceful protests.
0: Yeah. Quote, yeah. unquote. Those peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. Um, are you belts? Is there a belt system in Texas? Yeah, right I'm
1: a blue belt still. I mean, most yeah. people think I'm a purple belt. Maybe I shouldn't even say that because that's, uh, you know, if I was purple I'd be a purple belt, right? Yeah. But uh, I've been training six years and uh, yeah. I, don't, I haven't had a gym. For the last two years yeah so maybe i would have got a purple belt maybe i wouldn't have you know yeah hard to say
0: um do you do uh striking as well or do? You nah, do for you, fun for exercise it,
1: yeah. and uh with kind of back into weightlifting lately but um yeah i mean for fun mostly striking all my uh personal training clients mm-hmm. they do boxing okay. uh it's just a funner way to work out yeah and i'll I teach them a that. few fundamentals i mostly gear the uh boxing portion towards fitness and fun but I, I teach them a few fundamentals yeah. we don't overdo footwork or nothing like that that's nothing really complicated yeah
0: <laughs> At, um the gym that i go to we do it seems to be that the um technique nights that we have mm-hmm. focus more on the grappling because we have cardio nights that are just all oh your gym covers everything huh? yeah cool um, where do you go Place Aguilar Combat Concepts in Linwood. Oh, um, sounds interesting. You met Clash. Um, he, uh, he was he does the camera work for the Project Mayhem podcast. Oh, okay. Um, his dad actually is the coach at the gym. At that, that oh, okay, about that okay. okay. I remember
1: one one of the guys talking mentioning uh, something about yeah. Uh, he used to be into combat sports, and he, maybe now he's not participating as much. Or something? Uh, yeah, he's.
0: I don't see him training there, um, but he's he's got good technique down his dad was telling me like if he shows up like he can he can fight really well for like two rounds yeah. and then since he's not in in practice it's falls out yeah nothing um, crosses
1: over like the actual sport um I mean yeah. I do I have a lot of programs geared towards uh for strength conditioning tor- uh, for yeah. uh, um jiu jitsu or MMA my original uh programs for MMA but uh you know nothing nothing gets you in better shape for your sport than your sport you're hoping that with the right movements some of it'll cross over your strength mm-hmm. and your conditioning, quote unquote. But uh Yeah. Um, it's tough. You just gotta do your sport to get your it's, endurance for your sport. Yeah,
0: it's a weird thing. I'm not good at striking. Um, I prefer. It's a rhythm thing, right? Rap, it's a dance. Like, yes. Yeah. And it's it's something where like striking I like definitely a dance. I like steps. You know, oh. I like knowing, like, all right, what am I going to do next? Bop, bop, bop. And so, like, mm-hmm. the jiu-jitsu side of things makes a lot of sense to my brain because I'm like, okay, I'm in this position. Here are my options. Here's how I should move next. Where the striking is a lot like you just got to feel it and do it. There's a lot of improvising. Yeah. When you're
1: sparring, you'll notice how much, like, man, this is such a thinking sport. Yeah. When you're sparring, even light with your buddies with boxing, it's you realize, man, you're, you're... Maybe some Adderall would help or something. Right? You are yeah on, gotta be in the moment. Yeah, yeah, really. You see a split second opening, you gotta. It's
0: it's less procedural than. It's very rhythm. It's very on the fly. It's freestyle versus written. You know what I mean? Yeah, very much so. So what's with your uh, training? Do you do um, groups or is it mostly one on one? Uh, A little
1: bit of both. A little bit of both. I do two group training sessions uh, a week that are like five, six, seven, maybe up to ten. But uh, most of the time, I do uh, one on ones and then. Just a couple people at a time, mm-hmm. depending on uh, kind of pretty much what price I give people. Yeah. <laughs> if they pay for their one-on-one time, then they, that's what they get, you know what Okay, I mean? yeah. But I'm flexible right now, and since I'm only working from home, I have like a four or five person capacity at a time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, until I get my gym back. Until Or, you know, we'll see what happens. My plan was to just be a bigger partner in the new 10th Planet Long Beach.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but uh, they're, depending on how long this stall is, mm-hmm. uh, I'll maybe go back to trying to open my own thing. And at this point... It's going to be, have to be early 2023. Yeah. Because my plan originally, before it looked like things were looking good to reopen the planet Long Beach, mm-hmm. was to open my own location at the end of 2022. But then I started geared my money and ideas towards that. Now that's hold, so it's like, I'm kind of in leeway right now, but... Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. For the um, for your training, how do you plan out what you're going to have uh, the people do? Do you, do you think, like, do you prepare days that are you know different body part focus like leg days arm days sometimes yeah yeah
1: i feel like i have a very adaptable system to any type of client
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: to so you're talking about body splits Mm -hmm. so for example especially in 2020 i had a group of guys that were more like meathead type and the gyms Mm -hmm. were closed Mm -hmm. so actually 20 and 21 i had a real uh, good years
0: like
1: uh, the gyms being closed and i had a little influx it was actually my best years, believe it or not yeah people had no choice but to go to trainers I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: and I mean, but some of these meatheads people... that don't love
1: doing cardio, they just love lifting. Yeah. Um, with my system, I was getting them to still burn a ton of calories and maintain all their muscle. Yeah. So they were loving that. They didn't have to do cardio. Mm-hmm. They were getting good muscle pump and 700 calories burned within 45 minutes with me, you know. What I mean? Yeah,
0: what, what kind of stuff were you And that doing? would be
1: like circuit it's a circuit training, but it's not uh, it's not the weight's not so low that it's like cardio with weights, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. If you uh, if you lower the weight so much and Extend the uh, the duration so long, it becomes just cardio. You're not gonna yeah. get you're gonna get very little muscle building signal. And uh, the older I get, the more I study uh, as far as uh, exercise science goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, muscular maintenance and just keep uh, using your muscles. It's the most important thing for longevity. Yeah, it's the most important thing. Everything that has to do with longevity is connected to maintaining muscle strength and mass as you age.
0: Yeah, I hear that um, I listen to Dr. Drew's podcast a lot, mm-hmm. um, and he talks about how that's that muscle building is the number one thing to prevent... um, Diabetes? No, uh, like brain loss as you age. Like it keeps your brain healthy Mm -hmm. if you work muscles more than doing other kinds of things. There's a few studies
1: out there that show all cause mortality of 60... It was people between 60 and 70 or something Mm -hmm. like that? All cause mortality in the correlation of their grip strength. Men. Oh, really? Yeah. So being strong as you get older is everything. If your muscles are still active and they never atrophy... Your glycogen has somewhere to go.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, you'll never get diabetes. So it doesn't
0: rot you know away I mean? in your Nothing brain. Nothing
1: is a better buffer in this world for this fast food, junk food. Every weekend you have to run into, like, you know, you have the opportunity to just make terrible mistakes mm-hmm. uh, as far as food choices. Nothing's a better buffer than muscle. Yeah. Nothing's a better buffer. Do you need to be huge? No. Maintain what you got. Um, try to gain muscle, which yeah. is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to put on muscle. Some people do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, the one percenters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People... It's one of the funniest things when I hear women say, "I don't want to get bulky." Yeah, girl.
0: Yeah, you're, you're not gonna get bulky unless you're.
1: You know, you have the genetics of Serena Williams, and you and you're on uh, steroids. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I tend to do. Um, I got 20 pound dumbbells, and you that's a like lot the with only that. weight. I you could do a lot with that.
1: Yeah, I could design an entire two month program with that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So but um, I feel like
1: I can adjust my uh, training system to anybody mm-hmm. we mentioned the meatheads that I can up their calories yeah and still maintain their muscle mass and even increase in certain. and their endurance was they're all we're saying my endurance has never hasn't been this good since I was a teenager yeah and they still had just as much muscle you know but let's say the person um, needs to focus on muscle I mean uh, needs to focus on cardio yeah. also some people are like yes I know strength is the most important thing but I know if they don't get some calories burned with me. I can't rely on them on their own to get it done. Yeah. So I have to get the, I have to get some calorie burn, mm-hmm. burning in, and then at that point I'll shorten the breaks. You know what I mean? But I'll still give it the most compound movements, most functional movements I can think of. You know.
0: What's What's something that uh, people who are working out on their own um, should be doing or should stop doing? What's something that people don't know? Um, like a habit that needs to be broken or formed?
1: Um, I would say if you're a hardcore meathead, you go body part splits, mm-hmm. Monday chest, Tuesday biceps, like that. Yeah. You don't need to do that as much. Especially if you're a natural lifter, you're not enhanced. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to do that as much. You need to uh, maybe lower your sets and pick up your frequency maybe every 48 hours. You could hit that same muscle Mm -hmm. for five to 10 sets versus one time a week for 30 sets, you know what I mean? So especially without um, PD use, it's a a factor of uh, intensity, Mm -hmm. frequency, and volume. Mm -hmm. You'd want to spread out that uh, frequency and volume if you're natural. Because you have to continuously send your body that muscle building signal, Mm -hmm. which only lasts maybe up to 72 hours, more like 48.
0: You know what I mean? All right, so what you so would is say is um, shorten the reps, but do it multiple days. Have more of a total does.
1: body approach. Yes. A little bit more of a total body approach, especially if you're only working out three, four days a week. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are committed and you really need to go to the gym six times a day, six times a week and it's all six days in a row, then, yeah, you need to split it up a little more precisely, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, also that, and then overtraining is a real thing. Overtraining is a real thing. You can... Uh, you could overtrain to the point that you are putting more stress on your body. So it's not going to adapt in a positive way at all. Working out is stress. Just yeah. say when you get stressed out by your job, working out is an adaptive stress that you're trying to make your body adapt to, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, So you can only have so much stress. You're, you're, uh, you know, you have a cup of water. That's your stress. You know what I mean? Yeah. If your job takes your uh, cup 90% filled up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: make sure <laughs> with your workouts, you're only adding 10%
0: yeah.
1: before you're at capacity. Because once you go past the overflow, what's happening now, you start to get illnesses. Your immune system breaks down. Overtraining is a real thing. I see it with fighters all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've definitely experienced that and it happens in a weird way where like, I don't feel physically mm-hmm. overtrained. I just start noticing that my brain's like, man, don't do this. Like, Yeah, listen to your body. This.
1: There, and also listen to your brain, which you know, all yeah. in one. But definitely listen to your body. if. You know, some of the basic principles are true as far as if you have an extremely sore muscle, don't work that muscle again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you could do light movements to, you know, uh, yeah. trigger some recovery there, get some blood flow there. But you don't push the movement. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you went hard on squats on Monday. You're like, man, I don't think my legs can handle anything else. I did squats and box jumps. My calves and my quads are done. Well, the next day you can do body weight lunges. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Do you do, like um,
0: do you do like nutrition guides for the people? Yeah, I know? do.
1: I'm in the process of getting my uh, nutritionist certification right now. Okay. I already have a strength conditioning certification by NASM. So I'm working on my, uh, it's called a tech, I say nutritionist, but that's a, like a real degree. So yeah. I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, it's, what is it called? Certified nutritional coach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's like a little. Um, it's gonna take me maybe nine months to finish another yeah. seven. Uh, some people do it in four months. Some people do it over a year. I think mm-hmm. you have up to two years before they charge you again. You know. Yeah. It's so, an online thing.
0: Do you? Uh, what's a? What's some good food that people should add to their diet that they don't quite realize? Yeah. <sighs> Probably game meats. Game meats. Probably so, game meats. What's that um, like? Um, that's like elk and stuff. Yeah.
1: Like game meats and it's. <laughs> this is a piece of advice that people probably won't even follow, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, game meats, that's hard to get. Yeah. And, uh, organ meats.
0: Okay. Organ yeah. meats. The nutrition like is off. Stuff. The, yeah.
1: Nutrition is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, a person that pushes carnivore diet at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person that pushes even keto that much, you know yeah. what I mean? Or intermittent fasting. I do push that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, and some people are healthy and they thrive on keto. It's hard for me to ever believe you should eliminate, um, fresh fruit.
0: Yeah. hard for me to right. ever
1: buy into that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, I had done keto for a long time, um, and I recently started doing Noom. It's like an app that... Oh, yeah, that you... uh, Wait, Lumen or Noom? Noom. Okay. Um, Is that also the
1: one that tells you if you're burning fats or uh, carbs at the time? uh, That's the Lumen breath thing I'm referring to. No, it just... uh, A couple of my clients have
0: that. It's about, like, just calorie density instead Uh of anything else. Um, And, like, I never realized after years of doing keto how much calories are in cheese oh yeah I was eating like salami and cheese as a oh, snack. so salami
1: is almost a piece of fat versus a piece of yeah meat. so um, fat has three to four times the calories
0: yeah so There's, I was uh, the same volume of carbs think, or protein. thinking I was eating healthy I was just chowing down well you know, you know if you're fully keto adapted and, and you're like that
1: the majority of the time yeah that's good did you notice a, um, a dampening of your explosive strength when you're on, when you're fully keto,
0: no, really, I, I, you could I thrive. Not, you're just
1: as strong, just as
0: fast. I was no, I was never really um, athletic. Explosive I only started legit. training uh-huh. last June.
1: Okay, so methodical, um, being methodical versus explosive, doesn't change what you do training wise.
0: Um, I have not noticed. Okay. It may, but I'm not in tuned enough to really know. And if
1: you're, I don't think you would. Does this person know you? He's gonna. Uh,
0: that person does know me. Yeah. Cool. How's it going? Um, he's approaching us. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, true? it's it's cool. Yeah, we're recording Podcasts right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, um, yes, so explosive versus method. Yeah, so
1: if you let's say you were into like doing a lot of uh, weight lifting, powerlifting, or Olympic mm. style weightlifting, cleans, deadlifts, all that, I think you would notice it then. Okay, or if you were doing like sprints or hit training as your workout, you would notice yeah. it then. But if mostly what you do is methodical, it might not affect you. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: But uh, Um, you want to be able to ideally, nothing's wrong with keto, and if you thrive like that, yeah, good. But to me, ideally, and especially for somebody who participates in athletics, Mm -hmm. you would you want uh, metabolic flexibility—the ability to burn carbs or fats.
0: Yes. You want either one. Like yeah,
1: you want so uh, one of the best practices you can either put all your carbohydrates in one portion of the day, Mm -hmm. um, pre or post fasting. Or you can only have your carbohydrates uh, before and after uh, training, working out. Yeah. So if you do one of those two, that's a good way to like set yourself in the direction mm-hmm. to be uh, metabolically flexible, thrive off of carbs or thrive off of fats.
0: I see. Um, so that's all about like which you're using for the energy, right? Exactly. An yeah. Example. I've heard I've heard that people like before athletic events will. Like binge on high carbs to like build energy. I yeah. So say.
1: Um, let's say somebody like you, especially who was mm-hmm. fully keto adapted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're still doing it, but let's no. say you are high. Uh, you know, at the height of your of ketosis at yeah. that moment, right? And you have something big going on athletically, or you need some uh, mm-hmm. endurance. Okay. Let's say you load on the carbs, and then also you take exogenous uh, ketones. You'll be full of energy. You'll we'll be. See. You'll have carbs. You'll mm-hmm. have carbs for your brain and your muscles, and you'll have the ketones for your brain what's and you the exogenous connect- oh like actual means. ketones pills oh okay.
0: yeah yeah actually um, so
1: it's i guess it's, I guess they're artificial ketones um any ketone that's not produced by your own body exogenous you know yeah versus erogenous, meaning your body makes it
0: mm-hmm. um so I've been trying to do uh I've been looking for like because I'm a person who eats in a way that I will not stop eating yeah. Like especially
1: until you pass out. <laughs> yeah, I, I could be like that myself. I tend to like not doing eat very much
0: here. in the morning because like I'm working and like I don't like. I I start to not feel. Do you
1: intentionally follow a t- uh, time restricted eating program or coincidentally? Um,
0: I. I have um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner okay. typically, Um and I kind of have to make myself do, do breakfast? breakfast and lunch. Eliminate um, breakfast. Yeah, Pump I've it up. I've done that for sometimes. Yeah. Um
1: now you'll make sure you're at least getting the benefits of intermittent fasting, right? Yeah. So if you're having that breakfast even though it's light, your fast is broken. You're okay. going to be out of whatever uh, you're going to reduce your level of ketosis, you know what I mean? Okay. For sure. Um you're going to be just as soon as you eat something in the morning, you're going to be more you're going to be set into like a, a carb glycogen burning mode for the mm-hmm. rest of the day now. I see. So if you could hold off eating in the morning and mm-hmm. wait to lunch you're doing better okay yeah yeah
0: i might i might start doing that regularly then uh do you know um, what your blood type is uh i am not sure i want to say a b positive a b positive I could be
1: only three and a half wrong. percent of the entire world AB. all right so i'm probably i m- mean it could be it, it could be yeah.
0: yeah i'm not we are I'm a melting sure. pot in southern california i know that i got i we tested our blood in, yeah. like, 10th grade biology, but that's the last time I uh, okay. remember getting my blood type.
1: It's fairly... I mean, okay, so I used to be really into this diet according to blood type, mm-hmm. and I still think it holds quite a bit of water. Um, it's. I think it correlates uh, with the concept of uh, metabolic sensitivity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, and I still t- I take it with a grain of salt, add it to the latest science I read, and, but I still think it holds quite a bit of water. So A blood type is more of a natural... Uh, more of a... Um, Low fat, vegetarian by nature. O okay. blood type is more of a keto, carnivore, meat eater by nature, hunter mm-hmm. gatherer. And then a B is more of a nomad wandering type. Then AB is the most recent blood type. Um, and the Japanese are really into this. Okay. They even want like certain uh, blood types for certain job positions, from what I understand. Oh, really? And uh, they treat it like, uh, but in a more serious manner, they treat it uh, almost like we do horoscopes or whatever. Yeah your uh, astrological science yeah I know
0: that like like an O
1: is supposed to be independent mm-hmm. and an A is supposed to be more communal for example
0: yeah I know that blood type has to do with um, the platelet response how mm-hmm. how the blood clots um, and I know that like my uh, so if a piece
1: of lipid if fat was flowing through your system yeah you how, your, how your blood's gonna respond react might, make to a little, it differently. might hold yeah. a little water right?
0: um, I know my uh, sister-in-law does keto because she has uh autoimmune issues. Yeah. Um, and it's good for that. for that. So for sure. it makes sense that like the same thing that you eat f- to reduce inflammation would be something you eat differently based on how your blood reacts Correct. to it. Correct. And then most of the in
1: inflammatory responses are to carbohydrates, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So if uh
1: for for example, I think somebody who's uh, their carb sensitivity is uh, really low. Mm-hmm. They can eat a lot of carbs and don't get a spike in insulin. Yeah, It's probably more like an A blood type. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was with natural vegetarian, right? Grains and veggies. And then uh, somebody who gets an extreme uh, high uh, blood sugar response, high insulin spike from consuming sugar is uh, probably, uh, Yeah, I think that holds a little yeah, water. I, I think if studies were done, there'd be a lot of crossover. And then people that mock the blood type diet would, Eat it. No, I've heard a lot of people, and professional people say, oh, I don't think the blood type holds that much water. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I already know they give you certain uh, prescriptions uh, can change according to your blood type because they know yeah. how you're going to respond. Yeah,
0: um, I feel like I'm a bit addicted to that uh, insulin spike. I, I'll, oh, yeah, that's
1: why sugar is addictive. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, but I'll every once in a while, I'll have a weekend where I just Go nuts. load up on You candy. know, every time
1: you overeat too much sugar, like, yeah. move.
0: Move. just to get it out just to get
1: your blood sugar down yeah maybe drink some lemon water or something like that So, because mm-hmm. acidity will reduce your blood sugar a little bit too okay. and there's all kinds of medicines out there berberine metformin is something they give diabetics to re- yeah uh, so berberine is a natural uh over-the-counter version of that it works better. Oh, yeah? just as good um, I don't even take it because mm. nothing works better than taking a 20-minute walk after you eat too much yeah that will reduce your blood sugar if somebody took a 15-minute walk after every meal the rest of their life and you know, let's say they're thirty, 40, 50 years old right now. You won't get diabetes. Uh, yeah. You won't. Because yeah.
0: you're just gonna. <laughs> you're never work gonna have that, that sugar. blood sugar. That's, you you never, know. never have it just sitting in your body. It's Type two diabetes. I'm referring to, of moving course. Moving out. Yeah. Um. So. So I've been getting. Um, so because I'm somebody who eats, until I'm full, I've been looking for like the right. So you have um, to have
1: a eating window then.
0: Yeah, I mean, after like six <laughs> o'clock or something, I'm like. I eat until I'm full, and then that's it for the day. Okay. Um, for my my dinner, it goes on until I go to sleep that until could be I'm like full. That. <laughs> um, but because of that, I'm looking for, always looking for something that I can eat a lot of, uh-huh. but is low calories. Uh-huh. Um, lately, it's been I bought some salmon this week,
1: um, mm-hmm. which salmon's not that low in calories. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more than because I was of the fat. Thinking, yeah, healthy fat, but it's a uh, hat like we said. Fat has two. To- two three four times the calories of
0: yeah um yeah i'll i'll get sometimes yeah, um yours. the tuna salmon sashimi um at oh, ralph's great. um and it's only like 280 calories for the the like six piece uh-huh. um and that'll, that'll fill you up huh that that'll get me like halfway there and then i'll say
1: that's yeah, the issue with sushi for me man I yeah love it me doesn't fish, fill you up but yeah,
0: yeah i love i love sushi you ever have poke yeah, I like that quite a bit. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite things to eat. But that's you another prefer, thing where I get like a big old bowl and you I'm like, is ahi too or much. tuna or salmon on that one? Um, I like salmon. I I'll get salmon and then ahi tuna. Yeah, I think uh, I like that. I like the. Octopus. That's the original, right? Or they all?
1: Um, it's a Hawaiian thing, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's all like, you know, mix whatever okay. whatever fish available. Um, man, I love I love weird food. Like if if I eat something like I get octopus in that because I know like somebody's gonna be like that's disgusting I'm like no it's delicious <laughs> you know um, I don't mind
1: octopus it's okay yeah and, you know
0: it's a little lemon
1: uh, fried I don't know it, yes. it's chopped up lemoned up and it's a ceviche or fried of course it's gonna be pretty good yeah you know? I've man, it's, not I I texture, you know? it's not the best texture you know it's not the best but texture but it's got
0: good it's got good flavor to it yeah I can
1: say the same for mushrooms
0: so um. You're also in a rap group. Yep, yep. Uh, what's going on with Section 9? Uh, you else? know, we
1: made a few songs. Uh, well, me and uh, Ryman, the guy who, you know yep. Ryman. We made a couple songs, uh, three, four songs recently. He's on three. Okay, made four songs recently. He's on three of them. And my buddy Steven, uh, and we call him Smiley. He's been a DJ for years. And uh, me and him used to be like in a... Uh, Rap group together back when we were young. We went, mm-hmm. we never even made anything.
0: Yeah. But
1: we would, we would go party, party and battle quite a bit.
0: Oh, nice. And
1: uh, so he is one of my OG hip hop influences. He taught me how to battle, like how mm-hmm. to be aggressive and assertive. But I made a few songs with him recently, so we're we're trying to put together maybe four or five songs, really just to scratch that itch, you know? Yeah. Just to scratch that itch. We did those two shows in late 2019, but nothing since. But you know, hip hop never leaves you, you know. Yeah.
0: Was um, so Ryman's like in section nine? Yeah, right? yeah. So he was he's at the, some good that, that show at the Slide Bar. Yep. Um, I I think it's crazy how small of a world it is. Yeah. You know, because um, I didn't know him at the time, and now like right, he's who I go to the record with. Yeah. Um, and the hip hop world, the, time.
1: the fight community,
0: you know. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's it's tiny, pretty tight um, knit. Yeah. So is there. You got—he's got three songs recorded, you said—and is the um... four? I want to
1: say because we redid one old one that we we had one old one. I had an old one. This girl, Michelle Q. Shout out to her. I think she lives in Brooklyn now. Mm -hmm. Um, We never finished it. I took the hook, changed the words a little bit. Ryman jumped on it. We made that. So it's hard for me to call that a new one, but we redid it, changed it. Now it's it's pretty dope. And so I necessarily want to call that new. But since then, we made three more. He's on two of them. Yeah, and two out of three of them are like political songs. You know what I mean? Okay. Just getting yeah. shit off your chest from all the COVID stuff. Yeah, you, know? you just got to express yourself. It's really reasonable. You know I mean?
0: Yeah, I think it's um, kind of funny.
1: Like what end? Well, it's hard to say. I think in the inner city, it's not true. But yeah. as far as the way media shows it, how hip hop is on this end of yes. it. Yes, but really, I think hip hop is on.
0: I a little I more center right. You know what I mean? Yeah, hip hop um, is more
1: center right. Celebrities, celebrities are left. Yes, but real hip hop is but, a little more center yeah, right. Yeah,
0: especially like I always. This is an American culture hip hop. Yeah, it is. This is American I mean, culture.
1: Black American culture, yeah. minority American culture, but fucking American culture.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it is it is a melting pot in the same way that America is a melting pot. Because it doesn't have its own aesthetic quality in as far as that its aesthetic quality is just taken from other music sources, yeah. you know? Like, you hear a beat, like it's a mix of jazz or rock or soul and it's all knitted together Correct. and then vocals are done on top of it um, where like it's not it's own style it's 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 made up of everything else in the same way that Americans aren't really Americans they're yeah. knitted together of different Americans cultures. not a race just like Mexicans yeah. not a race just like
1: mm-hmm. Peruvians not a race just like Canadians not a race you know yeah. what I mean yeah. I hate when someone place. uses the term nationality yeah. I'm American, motherfucker. What mm-hmm. nation are you from? Yeah. I hear you talking right now. It sounds like yeah, you're from down the street.
0: Yeah, that's the nation. We're all, we're
1: all from the same nation. The ethnicity is you know has to do with location and culture. Mm-hmm. But race, people... There's only four races. Some people say five, you know. I used to be an anthropology major, you know. Mm-hmm. And some of the blood type diet is very anthropology-based. That's why I, I uh, clung on to it so long ago. I was in college at the time, and um, I was a social, cultural, anthropology major, you know, which mm-hmm. pretty much is like sociology with a little bit of anthro to it but uh that's that's part of why i clung to that so much but yeah there's only four races so
0: yeah um yeah, and it's only
1: talking about uh race is only phenotype mm-hmm. race is only, yeah, phenotype. The only the outside it's stuff. i don't care what your what's yeah. what's in you it's only phenotype you know what I mean? yeah that's that's what's so always when a blue-eyed uh, person is from mexico you're like they're white mm-hmm. you're like no i'm mexican you're white yeah, yeah right like, that's, doesn't matter what you're white. that's
0: what i always think is funny there's about, nothing like, wrong with that. Someone like Logic. Who talks about like all the yeah. all the racism against him? Like, what do you mean? You hate half of yourself? Yeah, you hate half of yourself? Like, you, know what I'm saying? you can't. You're not a different race because of what your lineage is. It's, is a lot of his lyrics the, in that
1: case. I've heard him say a few things, but just the common. i, I but feel I've also like it's, heard him sound a little reasonable as far as that goes. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't listen to him enough to know if he's mm-hmm. unreasonable. I know that he brings up a lot the fact that he yeah. is black, um, and it's like, well, you, well, you're not though. Like you, you, you're, you're from black descendants. Yeah, but you're, you are not black.
1: Right. He can go anywhere in this world. Yeah. And he, if he, yeah, if he had to go the corporate route and put yeah. on a suit, he would do just fine. Yeah.
0: No and right people. now, if you are
1: biracial, you are killing it. Yeah, That's right? what the media wants to show mm-hmm. as an American. It was happening naturally. There's no new to force it anyway. Yeah. But I've always thought of that. Like, we... I feel like, personally, I grew up literally multiracial, multicultural, mm-hmm. okay? Puerto Ricans marry everything. Yeah. Every color, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, my mom's side's half white, so it's... I have love for... Literally, I grew up with every color. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Literally, I grew up with every color, so is I've taken a little bit of... I'm a libertarian, but mm. I've taken a little bit of a right stance the last, you know, years. Or, I don't know. Maybe I started paying attention in 2019. Yeah. As old as I am, I barely started paying attention to current events mm-hmm. and attempting to unpack politics, you know, since yeah. 2019, right before bullshit happened. So good thing I had my head up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people only started paying attention yeah. over the past few years. Big I think um, I think it's interesting how... Like I think social media has made everyone need to pick a side, you know. Possibly. Because it's. I used to not pay attention at all, all and I was happier. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think that's the way we're supposed to be. I mean, if you think back, like a hundred years ago, the only source of news you really had was the newspaper and like your neighbors. Yeah. And I think that that's where our politics should be—is with our neighbors. Like we we should develop it through our neighbors because. Like the most important government is the local government because it sure. actually affects you and you have an effect on it. it. Has to work from the inside out. Yeah, I I think that like the best like there's a lot of um, to jump on that statement. Yeah. So the
1: communities strength of communities are built from the inside out, right? Yeah. From the city to the county mm-hmm. to the state to the country, right? It extends outward, right? Uh, what is the smallest form of a community? The family. The family. Yeah. What's trying to be broken up? The family. Via media, via... I don't want to go straight there, but via... Just so culture. Socialist, socialist tactics, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> the nuclear family is... It's everything. Like, it's yeah. that's the strength. That's you know that's where the strength of a, a nation or a world starts, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that there's been a trend in culture since um, probably the 70s, um, but at least it's since the days of the Simpsons starting, um, there's a trend to act like family is dumb. It's a dumb system, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, you watch any TV show... Yeah, it's TV pretty show, sharp that you
1: date it, like, to sitcoms and that concept, right?
0: I, I think that... They portray the dumb, overweight father. Mm-hmm. The um, wife is hot sometimes. And you know. and she's under his control. You know, she's only chained down by the kids and the father. She could be more, but she's with this dumb family. There's so she, a lot of
1: that portrayal. Yeah, yeah. It's, I never thought of it like uh, that.
0: I think, I think, I blame a lot of stuff on, um, I, I think I was brainwashed younger by like a Seth Rogen culture. Um, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I, I, not not necessarily anything bad about him. Just this uh, this comedy culture that was yeah. heavily like slacker based, yeah. where like, are you cool? You're cool if you give the least amount of energy into anything. Yeah. Um. And so like, I was fully brainwashed by this idea that like. I'm going to half ass my way through life. And that's the way to be cool and good and successful when like, it's the most garbage philosophy. Um, like we have such a cynical culture that like doesn't believe in anything. And then like we grow up in that and we get old and realize like, so maybe my age difference, I'm 40
1: now, you know, um, there was, I, I saw the tail end of the, the prior, uh, I don't know the prior generation of mm-hmm. at least uh, parenting culture you know what I mean yeah. and and what was portrayed on TV yeah. there was a lot more you could do anything you want if you believe in it there was yeah. a lot more of that when I was younger you know what I mean yeah. and uh, what are you in late 20s now or 30 years uh, late 20s late 20s, yeah. 20s okay so I think I got a little at the tail end of that you yeah. know what I mean and then I like the way you termed it uh like slacker culture, mm-hmm. would you would you say slacker? Yeah, I, portrayal something it's, like uh, that. It's, it's definitely
0: the culture of slacker. And I saw and, it like develop with the skateboarding um,
1: kids and stuff. Yeah,
0: there was, I definitely got when I was a kid this emphasis that you could be anything you wanted to be, um, but there was always this tone with the cool people yeah. you know that was kind of like the cheesy that's what your parents say that's what um society tells you but the cool people i did feel like that like, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing worth trying for what are you gonna what are you gonna get some kind of corporate job soon the a time man yeah. it's not worth it you should just burn out you know <laughs> um and I I think it's a terrible philosophy. I think that people are craving something to genuinely believe in. I think that's why stuff like socialism hits hard. Yeah. And um, on the other thing, stuff like nationalism hits hard. Because people are like, I need a flag to stand behind. I need something to make me feel like I'm doing something worth doing. Instead of sitting around and getting high and yeah. whatever. Good um,
1: time. You don't got to be the king of the world, man. But you got to be the king of your world. And you have to feel you have to feel purpose yeah, yeah you have to definitely. feel
0: purpose in your life yeah. um yeah and I think that people get that purpose um by doing difficult things and Absolutely. I think that's why um stuff like working out works to oh, partially yeah. fill that oh, yeah. void even if you're just trying to get a healthier
1: if you're trying to yeah. get a healthier spirit workout mm-hmm. you're trying to get a sharper mind workout yeah if you're it's yeah it, it all correlates strong body strong mind if you don't have a balance between the two mm-hmm. good luck on having a strong third entity aka spiritualism yeah aka uh, desire drive all these you know all these third entities we refer to um, if you're not a balance between mental and physical mm-hmm. that third entity you're trying to create is not gonna be strong yeah
0: on that on that topic of spiritual um, I was I was raised in the church and I've come to realize one of my problems um, with church culture um not in any particular religion but the cult church culture that i saw uh-huh. um is this emphasis on what i call negative morality mm-hmm. which is not morality of this is good but like these are the things that you should stop doing because these are bad things right <laughs> um, but never Praise never for the, the good, good things yes um and i think that that mentality leaves the same hopelessness that the slacker culture gives cuz it's not about doing anything it's mm. about avoiding doing right. things and so you're left to sit around and watch TV um hey at least you're not out there doing those things yeah at right. least you're not getting high at least you're not getting someone pregnant but really like oh how about I do something how how about I build something um and i think that yeah one of the starting blocks in my mind is we'll get into shape because if anyone's ever like getting attacked and you're around, you should be able to do something. At about least, it.
1: Yeah. At least try. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Um, and so that's one of the things that makes me take MMA, um, is because I'm like, well, if, if there's ever an altercation, I don't want to have the like, excuse yeah. Yeah, to run away. Like, I want to be able to be like, I'm going to, to do something just in case. Yes. Um, I like that. And then, like pursuing any kind of thing on top of that becomes the next step of like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna make some music. I'm gonna do this podcast. I'm gonna try and entertain people because that's what I'm good at. Um, and if it does help people, then that's good. Um,
1: yeah. Every time I've done well uh, in my life on something besides being in shape or uh, mm-hmm. competing well in my sport. Every time I've got... Every time I, it's always been in correlation with that. I've, yeah. I'm in great shape. And now I noticed uh, I got that promotion or I, I did save that money or other things started. Yeah. And, but it starts there for me. Yeah. Because like, that's my lifestyle. I'm a physical person. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I've definitely noticed that... Um, but I
1: think for everybody there has to be an element of that.
0: Yeah. When I was younger um, and I never... I never worked out for my whole life until mm-hmm. last year or so. Great. Um, and I... But when I was younger, at my peak of doing music, of of, uh, promoting stuff, um, I happened to be more fit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that allows me to be better at the rest of the things because... um, Even just the energy to do it. Yeah, the energy to do it and the confidence of being like, I look pretty good. Um, Where like, when I'm just terribly fat and bloated and I feel like crap, I don't want to move... I definitely don't want to go out and talk to people and right. promote and try to convince them, especially because, like, I'm going to try and convince them that they should like me, mm-hmm. but I don't like me. So it's really hard That's to convince to it, yeah. somebody to like me, you know? Um, That's a prerequisite. Okay. And so, yeah, the the stuff like working out um, allows me to be like, well, I think I'm cooler now because of this. Learning how to fight definitely makes me be like, well, I'm oh, yeah. I'll kinda be kinda old- cooler.
1: Yeah, like the old adage of like martial arts gives you like the confidence and discipline. It's yeah, hundred percent true.
0: Yeah, um, I think that like the more the more I'm able to put together these parts of like, you know, when you create a character on Tony Hawk and you're like, this yeah. dude's gonna be the coolest dude. That's <laughs> how I live my life now. Is like I'm trying to build this custom character that is me and be like, how can I make him as cool as possible? Um, and then it spills out into all of these other aspects of life
1: and what you think is cool. You know what I mean? What yes. you think is cool. So all that really means is go pursue, pursue yes. your interests. Yeah. Whatever
0: you me. think is cool. Go after that mm-hmm. as much as you can, because it's going to end up good. Uh, even if it's, even if you end up thinking like, Oh, this is dumb later on, you, you moved somewhere better. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're moving, the worst thing is to stay still. Because then you're in the same spot ten years later, Right. and it's nobody wants that. Um, I was
1: having a fairly deep conversation with my girlfriend last night, and I yeah. threw out this old term. I, I feel like I got it from a football coach, but mm-hmm. I, she said, "Wow, that really correlates to life too." And I just said, "Make your make your mistakes at full speed. Make yes. your mistakes full steam ahead. Yeah, make your mistakes all the way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Coaches be like, you missed your assignment. You know, um, make your mistakes full speed. Don't let go. Oh, what do I do?" Should I hit him? Should I hit him? Yeah. Go fucking hit somebody. Yep. Go go yeah. go blow up something. Go cause ruckus, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's even it's even funner to watch yeah. somebody fail miserably at full speed than to hesitate. Well, you know, and there might something uh, good might
1: come out of that full speed yeah. mistake, and you learn your lesson or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you could be as cliche as saying, "I don't lose, I win, or I learn." You know. Yeah. Very cliche, but holds water. Uh, you know, same thing if. During that mistake, there was something good, probably, Mm -hmm. you know, or it wasn't, or there wasn't, you know, or you eliminate all that in your next attempt. At the
0: very least, like if you're lost and you pick one direction to go, at the very least, you're going to figure out that's the wrong direction faster than if you went back and forth. No kidding, right? Like you'll, you're going to get to the edge of the mountain and be like, oh, I guess I should turn around and run full speed the other direction now. Um... Yeah, I I think that's that's a good way to put it. Make your mistakes fast. Make your mistakes. Make, your full speed.
1: make them all the way.
0: Yeah. Um. So, coming up, ten minutes left here. Um. Let's see. Who's some people in the local music scene that you would like to shout out, or you know what, local business scene? You you do a business. Who's uh who are some people that people should look into? Hmm
1: hmm hmm. Well, you can definitely look at Matt Fit, mattfit.org. That's right, mattfit.org <laughs> Matt fit. for all your training and nutritional guidance, um, one-on-one training, um, uh, strength conditioning for jiu-jitsu or MMA especially. I can translate everything to any sport. I've done um, quite a bit of youth, uh, I've had uh, youth athletes recently as far as like soccer and basketball. And I'm okay with that too, but uh, my passion is in combat sports. Yes. I love most sports. But Did uh, you do
0: uh, wrestling in high school? Yeah, I wrestled all four yeah. years, yeah. Um, that went
1: pretty well. Uh, but I used to get, um, and I, I get it still to this day. I would get crazy pre-match anxiety. Oh, yeah. Crazy pre-match anxiety. So, well, I lock up. And sometimes yeah. I revisit that nowadays. And, you know, and I've been grappling on and off if you add it all up, you know, mm-hmm. four years then, six years now, ten years of grappling. Yeah. And it still happens.
0: Yeah, that's wild. I, I can see that. It's... It's terrifying. When I go to um, sparring night at my gym, mm-hmm. like, I will be full of anxiety. That is your competition a day, right? Yeah. I know what you um, mean. That yeah, even if I just go striking. to a new gym, I'm
1: going to get there. They're going to give me their fucking best blue belt. Yeah. Some young athletic guy. People don't realize I'm 40 when I get there. Yeah. They go. So, uh, yeah, I can even get the anxiety then. But something about the anxiety, at the the uh, what I put on myself when I'm actually in a match.
0: Yeah. Like, ah.
1: You know, I might have clients in the watching it or something, you know. hmm But um who else should who should I mention? Um obviously we got Project Mayhem. That's Project you can Mayhem. go to Project Mayhem for anything music related really. Yeah,
0: they're they're the best. They're um hosting today. Um are,
1: uh, yeah, I wish I had time to go more of the events and support yeah. more of the artists out of there, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: um, Clash has uh, his uh, beer pong videos that he's doing today. Oh, That's cool. Um, yeah, so that's happening today at Project Mayhem. They're always there for, um, yeah, anything. They are, they are a figurehead in the community, I feel like.
1: Who do you like for, that they put out right there?
0: Um, I know that... Like my buddy Complex is the one that introduced me to mm-hmm. them. He records out of there. He does some good stuff. Um, you like
1: Steadfast? Yeah. I, th- I think. Um, well, I mean, not to like. Uh, like I don't even know him that personally, but um, sometimes with his music, when it when it's it's hit or miss with me, but when it's hit, I go, wow, that was brilliant. Yeah. Those words were brilliant. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I've hung out with him a few times. Played a played a show with him at Project Mayhem, cool. and I just saw him. Um, Couple weeks ago at the Robles show in Downey. Um, oh, now that I think
1: about it, I have made one song with him. He wasn't there; the first yeah. was already there.
0: Though. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that uh, bands is very talented. Makes some dang good music. Um,
1: yeah, he uh, he's got a good like um, like social leadership quality, huh? To yeah. me, because being me me being so much older than him, mm-hmm. and I used to train him too. He comes oh, every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Oh, well, he's. <laughs> You know, he's pretty good genetics. He works out for like a month and he starts to get muscular already, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, to me, he seems so silly, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and uh, maybe it's because I'm so much older and he seems like a child to me. But uh, at the same time, I see he's a, he's a a leader socially, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has good influence on other people, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, and uh, he, you know, he brings people be, um, in.
0: Yeah. He seems to be constantly working, too. Right. Like, he's got a good work ethic because I see him in there all the time. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: stick-to-itiveness right
0: yeah uh so let's see i want to give a shout out oh, man who was i thinking about this week i mean project mayhem as well they're they're on top of things what are
1: the female artists they have right there
0: what they her? got uh foxy Chingo. yeah so she's
1: really talented yeah. it's not my cup of tea but she's good yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. you could tell
1: she's good I'm old school, so Fallacy used to be the main girl out of there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. She still keeps in contact, I know that.
0: Yeah, she, um, is she the one, did she like blow up real big and now she's um, popular or am I thinking of somebody else? Oh,
1: she's fairly popular, I think. I feel like I recognize the name Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't think I've met her, but I think I know the name. Mm Um, okay, yeah, uh, shout out to... Ray Cameron, comedian, um, unrelated to Project Mayhem.
1: Oh, yeah, I got we a comedian know.
0: buddy, too. Oh,
1: yeah? Blake Bartee.
0: Blake Barty.
1: Blake Bartee. He mostly works out of Orange County. But I know recently yeah. he did some small touring as far as, I think, Northern California, maybe inland, Nevada, Arizona, or something like that. But uh, he's getting his feet wet. He's doing well. And, man... When I think back when we were kids, yes. this is what he was meant to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I, I love um, going to comedy shows. I hear like that. it's it's my favorite. One of my favorite groups of people to hang out with are comedians, um, okay. especially because like I could never do it. Right. Same here. I don't know. Like every now and then,
1: I'll I'll go on for a few minutes with my friends. Yeah, get a few laughs in a row. And I think to myself, could I do that? And I'm still like, I'm out of material. I don't know what. To yeah,
0: do. no, yeah. I feel like in a conversation, I can be witty. I can be yeah. clever. I can make some jokes. Um, some but people are natural. The act, the actual act of like putting that together into an act, right. and then doing that in front, front of people. Zone. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me that they're able to, because it doesn't.
1: You don't have the public speaking means meets meets writing meets screenplay writing. Or yeah, life. I feel like
0: I can I can come up with an argument and you know give a lecture that explains something. I could not make it funny, um, <laughs> and like they don't have the beat to hide behind the way that right. rappers do. Like rappers, well, you know, can I trained with Eddie Bravo, right?
1: And, and um, yeah. you know, he does a little bit of com- comedy work. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a fairly funny guy, naturally mm-hmm. entertaining guy. You know what I mean? He's done some comedy writing in the past, and he does a little bit of stand-up. Uh, and I feel like sometimes he's practicing on the class, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, he's the master, so everybody kind of has mm-hmm. to laugh. like you know? yeah. But, uh, like, he'll just be trying to teach class, and then he'll just go on. He gets a couple laughs. Uh-oh, here comes the 10 minutes. Here. Yeah.
0: yeah, I get that. Um, I've, I've been, uh, I've had some coaches kind of do that. They're in charge. Um, they
1: get a giggle. They feel like they're all Yeah, <laughs> they got to
0: they gotta keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard... Have you heard uh, Theo Vaughn once called Eddie Bravo something like a deaf Jack Russell? Deaf Jack Russell? <laughs> yeah, because once you let it off its leash, it ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's yeah. true. He's. I, know, I think that's one of the funniest phrases I've ever heard. That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Theo Vaughn, man, he blew up a, a couple years ago, uh, yeah. and it
0: was like all of a sudden, I, right? I ran into him once. Really? Yeah, I was working, and He's I was, a
1: naturally funny guy. He, was, he doesn't have to have a lot of stuff written out. He, I'm sure hanging out with him, you'll see it. He's low.
0: so um, yeah. His, his way of coming up with metaphors that are so weird but so like on. The I like loads. the way he
1: chooses like
0: an odd word or phrase to make yes.
1: it a ten li- percent funnier. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel he's like he's so really good, good with that.
0: that. Um, yeah. I was working delivering some papers to a law office in L. A. And I was waiting by the elevators, and he <laughs> walked ah. up. I was like, I I did that thing where I like stared at him for a minute. Like, is this? Yeah. Hey, are you And He was like, Hey, yeah, man. I was like, Oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, yeah. I fanboy out when I meet like famous people that I like. I was, I probably made him feel very nervous. Um, (laughs) imagine what that
1: would be like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Right. Of just people knowing you that you don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, well we have reached the end of the episode. Uh, I really appreciate you hanging out. I'll
1: do it again. Um, so I'll be down to do it again. Um, Mm. me and, uh, Ryman we're talking about because you know he's starting the Project Mayhem one, yeah. and I've done that, and I'm probably going to reoccur on that one every four or five weeks, like ask the trainer segment. Yeah. So like I said, I'm in the process of getting the nutritional um, coaching, in, mm-hmm. and I study my ass off anyway. Like
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> but, like the, the actual material that I'm getting for the testing I and mean, for my online class, mm-hmm. it's like I already know all of it. I just have to go through it. you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, if you want to do something like that, maybe every six months or something, bring me on or uh, more frequent than that. I kind of ask the trainer or. Uh, you know, nutrition advice kind of situation. Yeah. I'd be all about it, man.
0: Right? Yeah, I'm definitely down to have you on again. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Ask the trainer. Maybe we can come up with a more creative word. <laughs> yeah. More creative phrase, but.
0: All right. all right. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um. Have a good day, everybody. That's yes. the end of the podcast. See ya. <laughs>